Good morning, I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve our community, and they're here to give you updates on future projects. So let's make some new friends today. And let's get social, and I don't mean social media, yuck. No, let's get together in real life, and I know just the place. It's the historic El Casino Ballroom's diamond anniversary, and I'm here to celebrate with the Latin American Social Club. When it opened in 1947, El Casino Ballroom hosted family milestones, as well as touring musical acts, including traditional Hispanic musicians, such as Tito Puente, and other world-renowned performers like James Brown and Fats Domino. Some of these guys must, you know, must have caused a scene, because at some point in 1991, uh, they blew the roof off the place, at least a windstorm did. The wood floor, once the largest spring-mounted floor in southern Arizona, was almost destroyed by that monsoon. Fortunately, thanks to the dedicated efforts of many, El Casino Ballroom reopened in 2000 and has been a destination for weddings, quinceañeras, and other special events ever since. Today, my guests are Fred Martinez, manager of El Casino Ballroom, and Raul Aguirre, REA Media <laughs> Group and volunteer of the Latin American Social Welcome to Lifestyle Tucson, gents. What a wonderful uh, journey you just presented, uh, uh, Frank, in terms of the casino uh, ballroom. The Latin American Social Club has been around since 1932, and then they created the casino ballroom in 1947. And Fred Martinez is here with me. He's been with the casino. His family has been part of the casino ballroom for so many years. Uh, and, of course, the casino ballroom is based in the city of South Tucson, in what is called Barrio Libre, and it's uh, really been the heart of our community for so many years uh, in terms of social, political, and educational activities that really empower, you know, everything that we do uh, in, in, our, in our community. So we're glad to be here. Thank you for, for having us. And I'm going to let Fred talk a little bit about this great celebration. It's the 75th anniversary of the Casino Ballroom and we're going to party. Heck yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we're partying for a couple of days, too. It's going to September, take place on the 9th and the 10th. Exactly. September 9th and 10th. First of all, thank you, Frank, for inviting us. <clears throat> and I want to thank my good friend here, Raul, that I've known since first grade. <laughs> Mission View Elementary School. But anyway, yes, we... we you go back we, that back. Uh, yeah. was, <laughs> Old yeah, friends of the best you, I tell you. <laughs> and uh, Raul uh, mentioned a little bit about uh, history about the uh, casino ballroom. Uh, actually, uh, in 1947, <laughs> it was built by uh, three gentlemen, Las Danao, Cicados, Jacobs. Uh, then Las Danao uh, um, took it over. The Latin American Social Club became part of the El Casino Ballroom in the late 60s when they were do doing urban renewal mm -hmm. downtown. Okay, uh, the Latin American Social Club was founded in 1932. Uh, a lot of veterans, actually my grandfather was one of them, he was World War I vet. Okay. He was out here with uh, Black Jack Pershing chasing uh, Pancho Villa. <laughs> And then, next thing you know, Doughboy over in France, you know, wow. that sort of thing. And then later generations like my dad, World War II, Korea, many of the club members. But anyway, they had their club where the TCC is now. 
Okay. And so when Urban Renewal, <laughs> we could talk about that for a while, but uh, was coming around, they had to move eminent domain, they call it. So the monies they got, we, my dad knew uh, Adolfo Lastanao, right. the, the owner. He was going to give it to his son, got killed in a car accident. So he wanted to sell the El Casino Ballroom. So my dad was on the board of the Latin American Social Club, and he presented to them, why don't we buy it, and then we'll build our club. It, well, you attached. had to move somewhere else because yeah, urban renewal move. meant the displacement of so many, um, not just Mexican-American Chicano families, but Jewish families, Jewish business uh, owners, uh, uh, Asians, Oriental, uh, yeah, yes, the Chinese. Yes, yes. You know, Many. we have a lot of Chinese in our community. Uh, you know, like Jerry Lee Ho. Uh, you know, I was talking the other day to Jimmy Shi, uh, my good friend. God bless her and rest in peace and power. Lorraine Lee. Lorraine I mean, Lee. all this um, definitely. All the, in the African American community as well. Yeah, we were really uh, intertwined in the downtown area. Yeah. and when they created the urban renewal, they removed all those people. Uh, including El Charro was moved to where it is exactly. now at Franklin. I was, exactly. was going to bring up. So I did the comic for uh, El Charro. They made a comic for their kids' yeah. menu, and I told the story of Monica and how she had to move yeah. her original location that was to part where of it. it is now because there it was part go. of that. Yeah. Yeah. El Sarape was moved also out. Oh, uh, and uh, what was Pat's the other chili dogs? Pat, was no Pat's chili. Was it? Was Pat's Pat's was there. That's right. Pat, no kidding. Pat was moved to Grande. Yeah, they all had to move. And really, the money wasn't <laughs> as good as people may think, but it was so. a disaster. Um, you know, interestingly enough, um, one of the, the they did a heritage uh, uh, survey of places that um, Tucsonians uh, love and cherish and, 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 and always want to preserve. And the casino ballroom came number two after wow. the San Javier mission. Really? And then number what does that tell you? Number three was El Tiradito, I believe. And, you know, I want to thank Dr. Uh, Lydia Otero, who wrote a great book. If you are interested in the in the history of this urban renewal, thank you for mentioning it, Fred, and, and how the casino was moved also to the city of South Tucson in those days. Um, Dr. Otero uh, wrote a book called La Calle, The Street, uh, which is what we called it. La Calle was the main street where, you know, Cana Barrio Viejo, where Lalo Guerrero, the father of Chicano music, was, was born wow. uh, right there. For your listeners to kind of think where it may be, it's right down the street from um, Carrillo School. Yeah, 18th uh, and Meyer, all that area. Right, Meyer. Six between, South Six, they call it Five Points area. Right, a little right. bit. A little Just bit, west of it. A little bit north and uh, by El Minuto Cafe, all mm -hmm. that area. So all those survive but the rest were removed and then the casino of course uh like i said became this this heart of this community that was uh in many ways displaced by by this movement uh, so we're celebrating the survival of it the fact that uh every politician <laughs> worth their salt uh, <laughs> has gone there to ask for the for the Mexican-American Chicano yeah, vote. vote. And I'm yeah. not going to tell the story about Goldwater, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, you got to say it. Yeah. 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 It's a good one. It's a good yeah. one. It, it, is, it is a good story. I, I think, well, I'm, I'm going to say it's a story uh, about, you know, uh, Fred's dad, Butch uh, uh, Martinez, and uh, Goldwater was doing the campaign, 
and um, they wanted to be at the casino ballroom, and they sent um, a team, and they didn't like the restrooms. So they said, um, Mr. Martinez, the restrooms, you know, you need to renovate before they, you know, they come because, you know. They, this is Goldwater will be yeah, here. This, yeah, this is Goldwater, you know, he's the guy. And, um, and Mrs. Goldwater may not really be pleased with the, the restrooms. So Butch very seriously looks at, at, at the people in front like of him. his aides. The, the, the Go, aides, the aides. advanced team, and says, well, if the restrooms are good enough for Mrs. Martinez, then they better be good enough for Mrs. Goldwater. There you go. And that was it. <laughs> and they, he said, they're freshly paint, they're clean, they're pristine, but... I'm not doing any renovations just because you're going to show up one time. So it shows you the fortitude and the strength of the community in terms of knowing who we are and, and, who, and where we are and, and why we are. And I think that kind of resilience, uh, the importance on the, on the cultural, the educational events, uh, the political you know, events that they do there when people come, Raul Castro, the first uh, Mexican-American governor, governor. Uh, held many events there while you know, campaigning. Um, you've had, of course, since then, uh, Congressman Raul Grijalva. Uh, you have uh, Governor Napolitano and so many others. Every, every politician uh, worth their salt uh, comes to the casino ballroom to say, let me throw a party, let me talk to you, yeah. or just comes and says, you're here, let me talk to you. So it's very important, I think, uh, and from both parties. It hasn't been just... You yeah. know, because people think it's just one side. Uh, you know, not lately, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not for a little while. Yeah. But uh, uh, but it's really a, a, a great headquarters for to know the pulse of the community, Frank. To know uh, and 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 lately also uh, community radio has been part of it. KXCI, mm -hmm. uh, hi to Elva. I'm gonna say hi to Elva because <laughs> she's a good friend. You know, they're partaking of doing things, and also commercial radios like like your radio stations. Uh, you know, have done a lot of events there. And, of course, the major artists. Tito Puente has been there. You mentioned uh, some people that... Yeah, people Fats would, Domino was there. Yeah, people would think Fats Domino was yeah. there? Uh, yeah, it was actually a story on the Arizona Daily Star. Wow. They actually took a picture where uh, he was there with some uh, Latino musicians. Yeah, even even before them, well, well, you know, going back a little bit, uh, when the Latin American Club bought the casino ballroom, it was in the late 60s, but before that, in 1947, you already had major artists because at that time there was no TCC like right. we talked about. Right. There was no Soul Casinos mm -hmm. or Desert Diamond. <laughs> this was the place. And back then it held 1,200 people. Yeah. And it had the biggest dance floor in the state of Arizona. People loved to dance. 1954, Duke Ellington. They had, yeah, Sir Duke wow. was there. Right. You had Tommy Dorsey, blah, blah, blah. Then, of course, all the Hispanic, Latino acts back in those days. And then uh, in the late 50s, early 60s, you used to get what they called the Chitlin Circuit. What's that? What that was was you had Chubby Checker, the Ronettes. They were in buses. They were driving because and 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 they'd stop at the El Casino ballroom and play two reasons two reasons they knew the big dance floor everybody wants to dance 
capacity, you know, was and capacity was twelve hundred. Yeah. But this was where they were allowed. Ah, in those days, there's a key point, isn't yes, it? If we're going yes, back 75 yeah. years, yes, yes, yeah, that was of, some of the things that they were welcome. Some of the history, some <clears throat> of the culture. You know, <clears throat> another thing that people would always ask me, Fred, you you mean the place capacity was 1,200? Why was it so big? They said, you know, and <clears throat> and Tucson was small back then, mm-hmm. 1947, 50. You know, it was still a small town. I said, look. You gotta, you gotta understand. In the Hispanic culture, <laughs> huge families. I was about to say, you're not having a couple come out. Yeah, you're having we, a couple of couples, a couple of their kids. Grandma's coming too. They actually had to disinvite some people. <laughs> you gotta disinvite people because <laughs> the capacity was was loaded already. I kid you not. You know, uh, um, and and I worked there. I started as a kid cleaning up. My dad had my brother, me. And my cousin cleaning to earn money, right? You're not going to get allowance. You're going to earn allowance. Right. But for us, it was great fun. Yeah. And then I started bartending when me and this uh, young gentleman next to me, we were uh, seniors in high school. Yeah. I was uh, 17 years old. You know, times were different back then. Shout out to Pueblo High School. <laughs> Pueblo High School. Warriors. Warriors. These weddings, quinceaneras, like this picture right here. Nine, this is 1969. The public cannot see it, but we are. It's a great 1969. Talk about it. You had weddings. You had families. And because it's like on my mom's side, there was nine aunts and uncles. Mm -hmm. On my dad's, there was a dozen. And that was norm. Yeah. You know, around uh, the neighborhood there, the Rodriguez, there was 17 kids. Yeah. 17 kids. So when there was a family event, RSVP used to be like this, you know, the dial, the old dial tone. Yeah. Vamos. Yeah. Let's go. Show up. And it starts so at five. Kid, kids and all. Yeah. And there was no, you know, kids. No. They bring the kids, everybody. So 1,200, believe me, and I worked many, many weddings, quinceaneras, whatnot. We had to close the doors. Yeah, we had to close the doors. So you had that element going on since 1947, culture. History going on, the big groups, music, uh, and then and then in the early '80s, a new element came in there. KXCI radio station, a community radio station, were, were looking to raise funds for their radio station, and they knew that the casino was there for the community. Mm-hmm. We help kids, youth groups, mariachi groups, things like funerals, whatever yeah. people need to. Ra- we're there for the community, and uh, so they said, hey. Uh, I have to mention them. Uh, his name is uh, Jeb Schoonover and Paul Bear. Oh, they yeah. they were the the DJs at KXCI at the time. Yeah. And they had, they used to go to the casino ballroom for for events. They said, "Man, that place is great. We ought to bring shows here." Boom. They started bringing what they uh, shows. I I mean, I was amazed. They brought Zydeco music. They brought rock. They brought as I'm sitting here with you and this terrific uh, radio station, this and that, I still remember KLPX brought shows there. Yeah. They brought, uh, I think I mentioned them to you. You mentioned, I, I think, Striper, you mentioned? Yes, yes. Anthrax, maybe? Anthrax, yeah. yes. Jeez, and I'll show you a poster later yeah. that they sent me. You know, it's amazing, the suicidal tendency, White Snake. 
yeah. striper. <laughs> they were there. They were there. Well, the diversity, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it Cross goes back. culture. Cross yeah. culture. And, and I want to mention, Fred, when you mentioned the, the African-American experience, that they were not just, um, because there's a picture also of Duke Ellington in, in one of the reports, mm-hmm. uh, I think in the old reports from the Arizona Daily Star. Uh, they were welcomed because they, you know, they, they were welcomed with open arms because they were so famous and they, they wouldn't let them play anywhere else. But Casino was, you know, their doors were open. The community came who knew of them yeah. uh, from the radio and, and welcomed them. Uh, to the to our community, so it's, it's a, the diversity has been there since the beginning, and, and also in raising money. And I want to emphasize as we celebrate this September nine and ten, it's a free concert. All kinds of groups are going to be playing. There's going to be food and fun and and community. Bring your friends, bring your family, get acquainted with um, with the greatness of the casino ballroom, uh, which is really right now only half of what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully in the future, we're going to be launching um, a campaign, a capital campaign to to open it up and make it back to uh, to what it was with the largest uh, dance floor. Uh, but what they've done, Frank, is um, Fred has done a great job of raising literally millions of dollars for our community. Uh, no matter who comes, they say, hey, I have a, you know, usually of course, Saturday nights is going to be booked because of the weddings, yeah. of the quinceañeras, the Fridays. But I, I cannot think of any Sunday that he doesn't donate the place so people can come and have an event and raise money for charity, for baseball, uh, for softball, for mariachi, for symphony. Whatever the group can come, and, and also Thursday nights and Wednesdays, wherever it's available. And I think their contribution has been awesome. I want to also mention that I've been uh, one of the lucky people who personally benefited from the social uh, Latin American Social Club. Uh, in 1974, they gave me an, a scholarship to the University of Arizona. That's and, huge. And it was a four-year scholarship. Uh, they pay for everything. And I remember it was my first uh, encounter yeah. with um, because Butch, his dad, was very strong about saying to the university, in those days, there probably, there were not even a hundred Mexican-American, Chicanos, Latinos. Even here, even here. There was more Central American and Latin Americans at the U of A than than, than our own community from Arizona, not just from Tucson. Isn't that something? So the impact that they have was amazing. Uh, For example, um, Liz Miller, who was one of our also yeah. uh, uh, friends, and, and she got a scholarship the same year, and she went on to become uh, city manager. Wow. Uh, and um, The judge. Uh, really? Uh, wow. Um, the judge, La Bernal. Uh, Margarita Bernal, who was also a judge. She yep. got a scholarship. Yeah. Suzuarregui, uh, Esperanza Suzuarregui, yep. who now I think lives in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I mean, they really have had a big impact in that generation that came out of Pueblo and Tucson High in that year, in 74. But many other years, they continued to to be like the recruitment arm for the U of A. And I remember he brought the president of the university to the casino ballroom to say, this community deserves uh, to for you to be there. It deserves for you to look at their intellectual capacity and their academic dreams. And, uh, and that, to me, was so significant. And there's a picture that I know they're going to be showing at this, uh, at this yeah, place yeah. where 
uh, all of us are there. And, and it's, it was a, a, a good group of a good generation that did a lot of good things. Uh, so I'm grateful to them and, um, and all the work that they did over the years. I was just one of those recipients that year. Oh, there's a picture. Uh, uh, you can see it, Frank. Oh, there it is. I see In the it. program. And um, <laughs> all those uh, people uh, were, went on to become very successful. And, and I wanted to thank the Latin American Social Club for that. And and we also want to thank uh, Raul because he's always he's one of those that never forgot. He was always there when we were down. The roof blew off, as you mentioned, in mm -hmm. 1991. It took us nine years of volunteers. Wow! To rebuild. Let me tell you, we were all working. We'd all come after work, and uh, you know we we had you know kids, wives, you know married with children, you know that <laughs> thing. But we there was so many people. A lot of people could associate me with the casino ballroom because I had been there so long. Yeah. Everywhere I went, Fred, when is the casino coming up? I said, well, well they didn't understand that. Uh, long story short is the roof blew off. The board that was in charge then mishandled uh, funds, the insurance money. Mm. You know, sad story. The roof was left open. The rafters collapsed. So the casino ballroom was condemned. And all we had was the little Latin American club. The cash cow was gone, in other words. you know. It, it, so it took us nine years. They left us in uh, $200,000 in debt. So now, if it wasn't for people like my dad that put the financing and all my friends, amigos, most of us had ties to the casino. They all got married there, their parents. So we said, hey, we can't let our culture history die. Others would find out that we were doing this. They would come in and help. Little by little, from here, from there, from there. And like I said, nine years, we built half of it. And, and uh, you know, it's like the old saying, open the doors and they shall come. Mm. <laughs> Even before we opened the doors, people were driving around. Hey, hey, my daughter, Quinceanera, wedding next year. Yeah. You got any cards? And that's where we're at again. Uh, and that's why... Actually, talking about this celebration, we're going to give back to the community because it's the community that has always picked us up. Mm -hmm. So we want to give back to the community. We, we give in many other ways, but we want to have a celebration for our Diamond 75th. We came many, many times to losing that place forever yeah uh, many times this if it wasn't this it was that and then covid we right. finally got up we had to close for a year yeah again almost lost it again but there was so many things and 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 we're so thankful there was uh, the way it got done was a lot of help a lot of people shake my hand fred you did a great job no 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 fred did not do this alone uh, you know there were so many people that uh, I mentioned my dad. There were so many uh, people that helped, Amparanos. The Amparano uh, family. There's so yes. many. I, I mean, I, I could, they know who they are out there. The little things that they did, the little steps, is what got us there. And now, you know, here we are. Like, I'm booking deep into 2024. Good. You know, people come in, do a contract, and one of the questions I ask them is, how do you know the casino ballroom? Oh, oh, oh. oh my goodness, right away. 
Grandma got married here yeah. Yeah. in 1952. Grandma, you know, ta, ta, ta. I was in a quinceanera when I was a little girl, you know. Ba, 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 ba. Or, yeah. you know, it's a tradition. It's yeah. a tradition, you know. And the other reason they come is simple economics. I try to help the community by keeping the price down as much as I can. Yeah, That's another way we help. People, many times they say, we can't believe you charge this much. I say, hey, well, we have bills, this, this, that. But they say, we can't. The other places charge double and they're half the size. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other part of it, you know, the cultural uh, understanding. Uh, because uh, the casino also has a big kitchen and, and you are able to use that kitchen. Yeah. Uh, it's totally, you know, uh, uh, licensed, everything. So people don't have to spend uh, all that money. And, and that's help also in the economic uh, sustenance of the community who wants to celebrate but they don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, so uh, we're grateful for that. I want to thank also some of the other committee people like David Membrilla, uh, este, uh, Gil Federico, uh, Daniel Buckley, uh, who's helping us out. Um, who else? Gus Ramirez. Gus, Gus has done a great job yeah. of decorating the place and making it look so sharp. Uh, yeah. You also have uh, uh, Mike Alegria Mike. that mm -hmm. put all the music together, all the acts. We, you know, actually we had to turn away groups. The Valenzuela family. The Valenzuelas, you know. everybody. We had to turn away groups because there's so many that wanted to participate because they've all, they all have ties to the casino ballroom. And there isn't one of them probably that the casino has not helped at one time or another. The other person, people I have in the committee, oh, Gil Federico, let's yeah, not forget. I just said Gil, Gil Federico. <laughs> the other ones I have that I brought in were my daughter and my granddaughters, two of them. Reason being, I said, you know, they're already helping me out, but I want them to, they already know that this place is here. It's, it's gotta be in the heart, it's in the blood. But I want them to, I say, look, I want you guys to get some pointers here, this, is that, because hopefully, hopefully, you guys will be organizing the centennial right. celebration. That's exactly right. So yeah. let's look forward it's, it's gonna to that. It's going to be up to them. And folks, remember the celebration is Casino Ballroom, 75th anniversary, September 9th and 10th, and it's right there in the heart of South Tucson. Uh, we'd like to invite you. I also like to, when I say the Valenzuela family, I want to make sure that I say, because there's a few Valenzuelas, a couple in Tucson, uh, <laughs> is Mr. V. Uh, you know, the, there's going to be a sculpture, Frank, being placed in front of uh, David's school because he w was one of the pioneer teachers uh, of elementary school with the mariachi curriculum. Uh, his son, Rudy, uh, his son, Jaime, Kathy, Ooh, I oh, forgot. Yeah. The, the, Don't worry, we'll see them all at the he, party. His daughters, <laughs> you'll see them all. And we raise uh, a lot of money through the casino ballroom and now uh, uh, famed uh, uh, Chicano sculptor Luis Gustavo Mena is right now doing this uh, statue that is going to be right there on Granada in uh, St. Mary's yeah. uh, in front of Davis. And it's to honor the people that done great work for our community. And this is one of the demonstrations of our, of our pride 
and also our achievement and empowerment. I mean, honestly, there's not much more to say, and I think we're out of time, so we better wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> today, we made friends with Fred Martinez, manager of El Casino Ballroom, and Raul Aguirre, REA Media Group, and volunteer of the Latin American Social Club. It sounds like it's just the heart, the heart of everything going on in South Tucson. Thanks for joining me today, fellas. We thank you, Frank. Thank you, Frank. It was, it was fun, and uh, we'll see you there. Don't forget. That's right, you will. This was Lifestyle Everybody Tucson. welcome. Bing bong bing. Time for recap. That's one of my favorite conversations I've ever had. And Raul Aguirre is like my new best friend. Uh, this man was so inspirational. The uh, conversation we had off air was so much fun. And you could tell that that was just a walk in the park for me because I didn't have to say much. They're taking care of a lot of business there at the Latin American Social Club and the 75th anniversary of El Casino Ballroom. So I really hope you enjoy that celebration and go check it out on September 9th and 10th coming up. It's going to be a good time. So I want to thank our new friends at El Casino Ballroom for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. If you're a nonprofit that would like to be on the show, email lifestyletucson at gmail.com. For more information about this program or to listen to something you may have missed, Go to the Sunday Mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Audible, or wherever fine podcasts are social. Follow on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Lifestyle Tucson, because I'm your BFF, your best Frank forever, Frank Powers, Toot Toot Tucson. I love you the most. <laughs>